Joshua chapter 8. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid or discouraged. Take all the troops with you and go back to Ai and attack them. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Take all the troops with you and go attack Ai. Look, I have handed over to you the king of Ai, his people, city, and land. Treat Ai and its king as you did Jericho and its king, except that you may plunder its spoil and livestock for yourselves. Set an ambush behind the city. So Joshua and all his troops set out to attack Ai. Joshua selected 30,000 of his best soldiers and sent them out at night. He commanded them, pay attention, lie in ambush behind the city, not too far from it, and all of you be ready. Then I and all the people who are with me will approach the city. When they come out against us, as they did the first time, we will flee from them. They will come after us until we have drawn them away from the city. For they will say, they are fleeing from us as before. While we are fleeing from them, you are to come out of your ambush and seize the city. The Lord your God will hand it over to you. After taking the city, set it on fire. Follow the Lord's command. See that you do as I have ordered you. So Joshua sent them out, and they went to the ambush site and waited between Bethel and Ai, to the west of Ai. But he spent that night with the troops. Joshua started early the next morning and mobilized them. Then he and the elders of Israel led the troops up to Ai. All those who were with him went up and approached the city, arriving opposite Ai, and camped to the north of it with a valley between them and the city. Now Joshua had taken about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. The troops were stationed in this way, the main camp to the north of the city and its rear guard to the west of the city. And that night Joshua went into the valley. When the king of Ai saw the Israelites, the men of the city hurried and went out early in the morning so that he and all his people could engage Israel in battle at a suitable place facing the Arabah. But he did not know that there was an ambush waiting for him behind the city Joshua and all Israel Joshua and all Israel pretended 
to be beaten back by them and fled toward the wilderness. Then all the troops of Ai were summoned to pursue them, and they pursued Joshua and were drawn away from the city. Not a man was left in Ai or Bethel who did not go out after Israel, leaving the city exposed while they pursued Israel. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Hold out the javelin in your hand toward I, for I will hand the city over to you. So Joshua held out his javelin toward it. When he held out his hand, the men in ambush quickly rose from their position. They ran, entered the city, captured it, and immediately set it on fire. The men of Ai turned and looked back, and smoke from the city was rising to the sky. They could not escape in any direction, and the troops who had fled to the wilderness now became the pursuers. When Joshua and all Israel saw that the men in ambush had captured the city, and that smoke was rising from it, they turned back and struck down the men of Ai. Then men in ambush came out of the city against them, and the men of Ai were trapped between the Israelite forces, some on one side and some on the other. They struck them down until no survivor or fugitive remained. But they captured the king of Ai alive and brought him to Joshua. When Israel had finished killing everyone living in Ai who had pursued them into the open country, and when every last one of them had fallen by the sword, all Israel returned to Ai and struck it down with the sword. The total of those who fell that day, both men and women, was 12,000, all the people of Ai. Joshua did not draw back his hand that was holding the javelin until all the inhabitants of Ai were completely destroyed. Israel plundered only the cattle and spoil of that city for themselves, according to the Lord's command that he had given Joshua. Joshua burned Ai and left it a permanent ruin, still desolate today. He hung the body of the king of Ai on a tree until evening, and at sunset Joshua commanded that they take his body down from the tree. They, throw it they threw it down at the entrance to the city gate and put a large pile of rocks over it, which still remains today. At that time, Joshua built an altar on Mount Ebal to the Lord, the God of Israel, just as Moses, the Lord's servant, had commanded the Israelites. 
he built it according to what is written in the law in the book of he built it according to what is written in the book of the law of Moses an altar of uncut stones on which no iron tool has been used then they offered burnt offerings to the Lord and sacrificed fellowship offerings on it there on the stones Joshua copied the law of Moses which he had written in the presence of the Israelites all Israel resident alien and citizen alike with their elders officers and judges stood on either side of the ark of the Lord's covenant facing the Levitical priests who carried it half of them were in front of Mount Gerizim and half in front of Mount Ebal as Moses the Lord's servant had commanded earlier concerning blessing the people of Israel afterward Joshua read aloud all the words of the law the blessings as well as the curses according to all that is written in the book of the law there was not a word of all that Moses had commanded that Joshua did not read before the entire assembly of Israel including the women the dependents and the resident aliens who lived among them Psalm 139 Lord you have searched me and known me you know when I sit down and when I stand up you understand my thoughts from far away you observe my travel and my rest you are aware of all my ways before a word is on my tongue you know all about it Lord you have encircled me you have placed your hand on me this extraordinary knowledge is beyond me it is lofty I am unable to reach it where can I go to escape your spirit where can I flee from your presence if I go up to heaven you are there if I make my bed in Sheol you are there if I live at the eastern horizon or settle at the western limits even there your hand will lead me your right hand will hold on to me if I say surely the darkness will hide me and the light around me will be night even the darkness is not dark to you the night shines like the day darkness and light are alike to you for it was you who created my inward parts you knit me together in my mother's womb I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made your works are wonderful and I know this very well my bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret 
when I was formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. God, how difficult your thoughts are for me to comprehend how vast their sum is. If I counted them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I wake up, I am still with you. God, if only you would kill the wicked. You bloodthirsty men, stay away from me. You and God, if only you would kill the wicked. You bloodthirsty men, stay away from me. Who invoke you deceitfully? Your enemies swear by you falsely. Lord, don't I hate those who hate you and detest those who rebel against you? I hate them with extreme hatred. I consider them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me. Lead me in the everlasting way. For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. Jeremiah chapter 2. The word of the Lord came to me. Go and announce directly to Jerusalem that this is what the Lord says. I remember the loyalty of your youth. Your love is a bride. How you followed me in the wilderness, in a land not sown. Israel was holy to the Lord, the firstfruits of his harvest. All who ate of it found themselves guilty. Disaster came on them. This is the Lord's declaration. Hear the word of the Lord, house of Jacob, and all families of the house of Israel. This is what the Lord says. Why did your fathers find in me that they went so far from me? What fault did your fathers find in me that they went so far from me, followed worthless idols, and became worthless themselves? They stopped asking, Where is the Lord who brought us up from the land of Egypt, who led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and ravines, through a land of drought and darkness, a land no one traveled through 
and where no one lived. I brought you to a fertile land to eat its fruit and bounty. But after you entered, you defiled my land. You made my inheritance detestable. The priests quit asking, where is the Lord? The experts in the law no longer knew me, and the rulers rebelled against me. The prophets prophesied by Baal and followed useless idols. Therefore, I will bring a case against you again. This is the Lord's declaration. I will bring a case against your children's children. Cross over to Cyprus and take a look. Send someone to Kedar and consider carefully. See if there has ever been anything like this. Has a nation ever exchanged its gods? But they were not gods. Yet my people have exchanged their glory for useless idols. Be horrified at this. Heavens, be shocked and utterly appalled. This is the Lord's declaration. For my people have committed a double evil. They have abandoned me, the fountain of living water, and dug cisterns for themselves, cracked cisterns that cannot hold water. Is Israel a slave? Was he born into slavery? Why else has he become a prey? The young lions have roared at him. They have roared loudly. They have laid waste his land. His cities are in ruins without inhabitants. The men of Memphis and Tephanes have also broken your skull. Have you not brought this on yourself by abandoning the Lord your God while he was leading you along the way? Now what will you gain by traveling along the way to Egypt to drink the waters of the Nile? What will you gain by traveling along the way to Assyria to drink the waters of the Euphrates? Your own evil will discipline you. Your own apostasies will reprimand you. Think it over and see how evil and bitter it is for you to abandon the Lord your God and to have no fear of me. This is the declaration of the Lord of hosts. For long ago, I broke your yoke. For long ago, I broke your yoke. I tore off your chains. You insisted, I will not serve. On every high hill and under every green tree, you lie down like a prostitute. I planted you a choice vine. I planted you a choice vine from the very best seed. 
how then could you turn into a degenerate foreign wine even if you wash with lye and use a great amount of soap the stain of your the stain of your sin is still in front of me even if you wash with lye and use a great amount of soap the stain of your sin is still in front of me this is the lord god's declaration how can you protest i am not defiled i have not followed the bales look at your behavior in the valley acknowledge what you have done you are a swift young camel twisting and turning on her way a wild donkey at home in the wilderness she sniffs the wind in the heat of her desire who can control her passion all who look for her will not become tired they will find her in her mating season keep your feet from going bare and your throat from thirst but you say it's hopeless i love strangers and i will continue to follow them like the shame of a thief when he is caught so the house of israel has been put to shame they their kings their officials their priests and their prophets say to a tree you are my father and to a stone you gave me birth for they have turned their back to me and not their face rise up they have turned their back to me and not their face yet in their time of disaster they beg rise up and save us but where are your gods you made for yourself let them rise up and save you in your time of disaster if they can for your gods are as numerous as your cities judah why do you bring a case against me all of you have rebelled against me this is the lord's declaration i have struck down your children in vain they would not accept discipline your own sword has devoured your prophets like a ravaging lion evil generation pay attention to the word of the lord have i been a wilderness to israel or a land of dense darkness why do my people claim we will go where we want we will no longer come to you can a young woman forget her jewelry or a bride her wedding sash yet my people have forgotten me for countless days how skillfully you pursue love you also teach evil women your ways 
Moreover, your skirts are stained with the blood of the innocent poor. You did not catch them breaking and entering. But in spite of all these things, you claim, I am innocent. His anger is sure to turn away from me. But I will certainly judge you because you have said, I have not sinned. How unstable you are, constantly changing your ways. You will be put to shame by Egypt, just as you were put to shame by Assyria. Moreover, you will be led out from here with your hands on your head, since the Lord has rejected those you trust. You will not succeed even with their help. Matthew chapter 16. The Pharisees and Sadducees approached and as a test asked him to show them a sign from heaven. He answered them, When evening comes, you say, It will be good weather because the sky is red. And in the morning, today will be stormy because the sky is red and threatening. You know how to read the appearance of the sky, but you can't read the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation demands a sign but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. Then he left them and went away. The disciples reached the other shore, and they had forgotten to take bread. Jesus told them, Watch out and beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And they discussed among themselves, we didn't bring any bread. We didn't bring any bread. Aware of this, Jesus said, you have little faith. Why are you discussing among yourselves that you do not have bread? Don't you understand yet? Don't you remember the five loaves for the 5,000 and how many baskets you collected? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand, and how many large baskets you collected? Why is it you don't understand that when I told you, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees, it wasn't about bread? Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the yeast in bread, but of the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. When Jesus came, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say, the, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah 
or one of the prophets. But you, he asked them, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus responded, Simon, son of Jonah, you are blessed because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the forces of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth is already loosed in heaven. And he gave the disciples orders to tell no one that he was the Messiah. From then on, Jesus began to point out to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders chief priests and scribes be killed and be raised the third day then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him oh no Lord this will never happen to you but he turned and told Peter get behind me Satan you are an offense to me because you're not thinking about God's concerns, but man's. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to come with me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me will find it. Well, what will it benefit a man if he gains the whole world yet loses his life? Or what will a man give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will reward each according to what he has done. I assure you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. There are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Kingdom.